Hey y'all, it's Samantha. I'm the content manager here at Happen to Your Career. And today for a special bonus episode, I am joined by our chief people officer, Kate Wilkes. Hey, Samantha. How's it going? It's going great. So today we are doing a bonus episode on being working moms. So just our experiences as working moms, just a conversation about around being a working mom. We are not experts by any means, but this is our experience. And I think it's nice to hear specifically from people who are in the same situation as you. So we just wanted to drop a special bonus episode and talk about being working moms and what makes it a little easier for us. And just overall, since it's the beginning of the year, we were going to talk about setting some goals specifically for yourself, because we all know it's very easy to have an empty cup at the end of the day when you're with your kids, when you're working a full-time job, and it's really hard to show up for yourself. Absolutely. I think it's cool that for you and I, since we work together, that we both have toddlers in the house. And so it's, first of all, it's nice to commiserate with somebody who has another wild child at home and be able to talk about those things because I feel like we help each other, right, on the tough days. So number one, get yourself a work friend who has a kiddo as well. Right. (laughs) So talking about filling your own cup first, just setting goals for yourself. Because I know when I sat down this year to set my goals for 2023, everything that came to mind was family focused, like house focused, Mm -hmm. relationship focused with my spouse. And then I was like, wait, what am I doing for myself? What about you, Kate? I'm a typical mom. Like we just look for everybody else's stuff. And then it's like, we, we leave nothing for ourselves if we are not intentional about it. So for me, it's like, how am I going to show up for myself? Because otherwise I'll just give to everyone else and then just be sitting there going, why do I feel so crummy? Right. All the time. And we know like our work and our kids and our spouses, like they deserve the best version of us. So sometimes we need to step away and do things for ourselves. So last year I decided for the first time since having my daughter, I was going to get back into running. So I set the goal of a 15K at the end of the year. And I carved time out each week to train for that. And I did it. And like, it turned out to not even just be like, oh, I'm getting physically back into shape. But it was so good for me mentally to have that time to myself just out there running away from all the other worries of work and parenthood and everything like Mm -hmm. that. So that was really nice. So I haven't exactly set my plan for this year, but I definitely need to do something like that again. Absolutely. I feel like when you sit down intentionally, my husband and I actually did it. We've been married about seven years. And this year was really the first time we sat down together intentionally and said, what do we want to be thankful for and celebrating at the end of 2023? Like, what would make you feel like it was a great year? So we just started bullet pointing out a whole bunch of stuff and then narrowing down and getting to the real like, what would just be the best thing for our family this year? Right. And a lot of, I feel like it kind of gets a little, I don't want to say corny, but it's a little overdone. Like when you say, oh, like self-care for moms, it's like, right. go take a bubble bath or get a massage. And like, for me, that's not going to be the thing. If somebody's like giving me a massage the whole time and be like, okay, I'm going to be like listing out what I need to be doing back at home. Like that's not going to be the most relaxing thing for me. So for me, figuring out what is going to fill my cup when I'm like 
finally maybe the kids are in bed. Um, and it's like mm-hmm. simply keeping up with my shows kind of gives me back oh. myself. So that's like a thing I try to carve out each week. Like, okay, this night I know, like my husband plays hockey. He's out of the house. My daughter's asleep. Oh, okay. This is the night I'm not going to be working. I'm not going to go back down and start working. (laughs) I'm going to watch some shows. (laughs) I should not rearrange my entire kitchen. I should actually just go sit down. Yeah. For me, it's reality TV. I won't say what because it's embarrassing. (laughs) But like just sitting there for me on the couch for an hour, if my husband's goofing off on the computer or doing something else and the kid's in bed and I'm just sitting there, like that's the only time I feel like I completely disengage my brain. I'm not worried about the grocery list. Did anybody remember to take the trash out? Have the cats been fed? Like all of what's what's the weather for tomorrow? All those things just kind of disappear. And I think finding something for you that just lets your mind stop and breathe. Mm is so healthy, even if it's reality TV. Right. And I've always been like a big like Netflix binger, like even before I had kids. So it kind of just takes me back to like, I don't know, like that's what I did at nights before I like nights with kids are wild from the time they get home to the time they get home. Absolutely. I used to just come home, maybe eat something, watch some Netflix. Woo. So then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling like myself again. And it's such a simple thing, but just pop a little popcorn and put your feet up. And sometimes that is self-care, like whatever works for you, you know? Yeah. And I know, obviously, we both work from home. So we have each other and we are on Zooms all the time. We have an awesome team, but we don't get that like super social interaction like Mm -hmm. you do when you're in person at a job. So for me, and I know you talked about it too, I have girls nights that I I'm usually the one that's like, hey, when are we getting together this month? Because I need it. (laughs) Or like planning lunches with friends, like in person and things like that. Like I always try to be super intentional about that. Yeah. One of my very best friends is not only a working mom, but now she's also a grandma and she has a business and she has a job. And she's a mayor of a small town. And so like, she's like, she cracks me up because I'm like, I feel like I do nothing in comparison to her. But one of us will text each other randomly after a couple of weeks of not even talking because of life and say, I need a day. And then we know we need to plan to get in the car, go away, tell the kids, the husband, the grandkids, all the people like, don't bother us today unless there's an emergency. Call 911 and then call us because we need that. And then you have that time with your girlfriend or whatever, where you're out of the house, you're gone and you're just like, you. where can we eat lunch? Well, you don't have to worry about what everybody else wants, right? Mm-hmm. So you just go do your thing and have fun. And then I feel like I come home usually late at night on that day and I walk in the door and I'm so refreshed and I'm excited to be back at home because sometimes when you work from home and you have a, a small child and you have COVID, right, all, looming mm-hmm. all the time, sometimes you don't leave your house enough. And yeah. so... It's nice to go away and feel like, you know, when you come back, you're like, oh, there's my house, there's my stuff. And then you can get back in the groove or whatever. But for me, self-care, definitely. And I I know that's a cheesy term, but (laughs) it's those girlfriend days. Or sometimes I might go out and just do some retail therapy by myself. I don't have to worry about if my husband's going to get bored or if we have to wrangle solo target run is like... Yes. Solo target run is actually my my love language. (laughs) (laughs) And then meditation, like I've started meditating. Actually, Cindy on our team is is super amazing. And I've started meditating with her in the mornings. 
and working in some yoga myself, even if it just means close, minimizing the windows on my desktop, getting on my rug on my office floor and doing either some breathing exercises or some gentle stretching, even just doing that for 10 minutes, taking that desk break and kind of get some water and relax. And then you come back and you're refreshed. So I feel like it's it's all about finding your balance between moms carry a lot of mental load. We run the whole house. We typically tend to put ourselves in charge of everything mm. unless somebody takes it away from us. And so finding a balance between the work, the motherhood, if you have a spouse or a partner, and then carving out that space for yourself just to breathe sometimes is so helpful. Yeah, that is so helpful. And it's so important. I think I already said this, but just to reiterate, like to fill your own cup so that you don't feel like drained at the end of the day because work and parenting take so much out of you. And then just like managing a house or Mm -hmm. co-managing if you have a spouse, dinner, like everything like that. So once you have your whole cup filled, the next thing we were going to talk about is what makes like weekly life, daily life, the day-to-day easier for us. Like what we found as working moms, what works best for us. So you want to kick it off, Kate? Yeah, I have big ideas about this. And I've I've said this before on the podcast, and I say it all the time in my life, but the things that we do here at our company in order to make our work easier to hit our goals, I've applied to my life a lot. It's the one thing, right? The one thing principle. But so for us, I feel like everybody these days has some sort of ADD, but my husband has severe ADHD and he uses his tools and manages it as best as he can. But for us, for me as well, having high functioning ADD, we need to have an organized household or everything falls apart. We're always scrambling. We're always stressing. And so for us, that looks like goal setting and getting the year planned out in advance, vacations, savings, trips, all that, and then getting a calendar, a physical calendar on the wall. I'm talking about, I have a poster for each Mm. month that we hang up and I have the whole month laid out big enough. We can write notes on every day, appointments, where everybody needs to go and what things we need to do. Not so much the bills because my husband's really, really good at just handling all the bills because he has reminders, but we have a shared family calendar that really helps us run our household and never forget a birthday. (laughs) I used to be so bad at forgetting birthdays of all the littles in our family. So we know who's doing what. We have routines, we have the calendar, and between all of that and goal setting, like things just seem to come so easy whenever you have that routine and you have a calendar. And we know all the places and things where everything fits. So it even saves us having conversations because if my husband has a question about something, he goes and looks at the calendar to see if he can figure it out first. And then he might message me and say, hey, I don't know what we're doing this weekend, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But so just for us, that was like the crucial key to managing a household really well. One other thing that we use that I will never give up is a shared app. I think it's called Our Groceries. And you can put as many lists in it as you want. You both have the same login. And so as we are low on milk or whatever in the house, we add it to the app. And the other one, whoever is out in town and making a grocery run or whatever, or if we need to do a pickup, all of the things are just there. 
and -hmm. it allows you to categorize them and all that good stuff. So that has been between that and the calendar. Those are the two things that have made our life so much easier. So when I'm sitting here in the daytime and my mama brain is in full speed and I'm like, oh, I remember we're low on wipes. I just pick up my phone and throw it on the list. And then I'm allowed, I like, I get it out of my brain. Right. So that's one thing less to worry about. And I think that for me, getting things out of my head and into a system is really what helps me thrive. Yeah. I like what you said about him being able to look at the calendar instead of like coming up to ask you about everything. I think like communication is key, obviously, to keep anything running smoothly, especially like a household, a family, a relationship and being able to have like a shared Google calendar because that's what me and my husband use to be able to just throw everything in there and communicate that way without having to, like, we don't have time to talk about every single thing. So that is so helpful. And instead of doing like a monthly calendar on the wall, we do a weekly because every weekend we sit down and we plan out our dinners for the week. And then while we're doing that, we build our grocery list and order grocery pickup. It's been our like savior Mm because groceries, like grocery shopping for a family takes so long especially in the store, especially if the kids are with you. (laughs) So grocery pickup. Wow. I couldn't recommend it more. Yeah. It could be a lifesaver. Yes. On the less busy weeks, I will go like in the evening after my kiddo's in bed. And it's kind of my mom time. If I'm Mm. in the middle of a stressful week, I'm like, I'm going to Walmart. I'll see you later. Like I'll be back. Yeah, just more retail therapy. I'm going to walk walk every aisle before I come home. In my so I have my shared calendar with my husband, but then I also have my work calendar obviously, but I use that thing like to mm-hmm. define my entire day Monday through Friday. I have Same. when I'm waking up, the time I'm spending with my kid in the morning because that fills my cup before I start work. If I'm like, okay, I got some actual like little quality time with Mm -hmm. her before she went to school. I'm feeling good. I have everything. And then my whole day is calendarized everything I need to do. That's just how I work best. And then it allows me to have the hard stop that I need to have to go and get her. And then since I hopefully have gotten all my work done on my calendar, I get to have the family quality time that I really appreciate and enjoy from pickup until bedtime. And it's just so important to me not to be distracted or even like not even distracted doing the work, but thinking about the work. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I live my day-to-day calendar. Woo. (laughs) Yeah. I think it comes back to the center of it. If you think about it as being intentional, being intentional with literally every moment of your day having it planned out. I do the same on my work calendar. You can see it. It's got all the things on it. But when we have that time, I have a hard stop too at 4.30 every day. And I go pick up Cooper and I bring him home and we have that family time. But more importantly, being intentional with your day to the point where that family time, you're not stressed about work. You're not stressed about things that are undone because you have you have made time to figure out how to make everything work. Of course, things happen. You have rough weeks, you have busy times, all mm-hmm. of that. But if you can really be intentional in everything that you do, it's going to it's going to reflect in your mood and your attitude and your headspace. And I just I carry a lot of stress in my body. So I feel it whenever I haven't been intentional and I'm scrambling. So being intentional with your time is a hundred percent something I always have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And I had said like the time between pickup and bedtime for me, I try to make it uninterrupted. But there are times like after she goes to bed when I'm like, okay, now I need to pick back up and finish something up. And I'm lucky enough to have a job that is flexible enough where I can finish tasks that comes with working from home, but also just the culture that we work in. Mm -hmm. And I think like luckily that work culture seems to be changing, becoming more flexible. A lot of that seems to have come from the pandemic era, but just more working from home, people having more of that conversation and working moms really getting in the conversation and saying, hey, like absolutely eight to five hard hours where I have to use PTO for every sick day, where I have to use PTO Mm -hmm. for every doctor's appointment. Like that is not reasonable. Tied to an office outside the home. uh, It just takes so much time, right? Yeah. So I'm really excited that we are getting to have a conversation and there seems to be solutions to making Mm -hmm. our lives actually easier with the flexibility and everything. So yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see that at least in the U.S., the culture is changing a little bit. We have a long way to go, definitely. But you know, if you're if you're tied to a desk outside of your home with a long commute or even a short one that you hate, and it's not working for you, maybe it's time to think about a change. Yeah, in the beginning of my parenthood journey, I had an office job that I went to, and it just I knew something had to change. Yeah. Also, it's nice. To just wear house shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite thing about working from home is just comfy clothes, house shoes, and great coffee just down the hall. That's what I need. Yeah. Well, I've really enjoyed talking. Like, we're always talking about being working moms. Like, mm-hmm. we're always talking about what's our life. So I love to be able to talk with you about this on the podcast. Same. And- if anybody is interested in chatting with us about being working moms or just want to connect with us, you can find us on LinkedIn. I'm Samantha Martin, and you can go to the Happen to Your Career LinkedIn page and find me as one of the employees there or Kate Wilkes. Or you can email either of us if you just want to talk about being a working mom, have any questions, anything. I'm mm-hmm. Samantha at happentoyourcareer.com. I'm Kate at happentoyourcareer.com. So feel free to contact us. Hope you are having an amazing kickoff to 2023. And thanks for being here. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Samantha.